If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone, I'm Joanna and I'm Jenny and this is hyphenated the podcast about living in the hyphen you know Jenny and I were like oh my god what do we talk about this week like what 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 could people want to hear about <laughs> and <laughs> I just randomly said oh man I kind of want to talk about the worst dates I've ever been on because now that there's so much space between when they happened and now I feel like I can laugh about it but for years I couldn't <laughs> laugh because they were so freaking bad yeah, the moment you said that, I had a flashback of my worst date. It just oh my smacked God. me across the face. And I was like, yes, absolutely, we need to talk about this. I don't give a fuck. So this was a violent slap across the face. Like, your past was <sighs> awful. Oh, my God. Because you know what it was? It was it was cringe. <gasps> oh, I love cringe. Just very, very cringe. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I'm, yeah. I live for this. I feel like this is our sex in the city. You know what I mean? Do, do, but instead do, of like, do, do, like do, do, ooh, do, do, nightclubs do. and fashion, it's like massive cringe. <laughs> Please, that was not my dating life whatsoever. Yeah, me neither. I think I was in high. Yeah, I was in high school when this happened, which oh my adds to the cringe. Anything high school related automatically is just like you don't know who you are, so you're just being awful at being a person, and so is everyone else. <laughs> God, dude. Yeah, I I don't even know how to start. Oh my God, please. I can't wait. And you know, I feel like some folks who are listening will probably walk away from my date story thinking, oh, well, that's nice. That's, that's romantic. What's wrong with you? But I'm sorry, dude. I'm a little bit, of, I'm a bit of a cynic and I don't like extremely mushy romance stuff either. So that could add to the fact that it was cringe for me specifically. But anyway... I never dated anybody from my high school, by the way. I didn't date any of the guys in my high school. I always dated outside. I don't know how that happened. I would just meet them at parties. And Oh my God, Jenny, literally me too. It's like, don't shit where you eat. I don't want to be yeah. learning calculus and being nervous at the same time. Mm-mm. Like calculus is too hard. I don't want to have a crush in my freaking calculus class. Yeah. Jesus I'm Christ. Glad. Anyway. I'm glad I didn't because for that exact fucking reason. Y también, like, you break up and then you see him dating someone else in front of you and, like, no, what that shit's too much drama. I didn't need any more distractions <laughs> in yeah, school. Yeah, no, you were good. ADD was enough for you. It was enough for me. So there was another school near that, that was near me. It was a private school called Florida Christian, and I had friends that went to that school. So I don't know how this happened, but he was, like, a soccer player, and he was a white guy named Michael Whitus. <laughs> So let's just start there. Let's just start there. A white guy named Michael Whitus. He was kind of an old soul for his age. 
He was, I would say he was a fairly attractive white guy. He loved his dad. His dad is a pilot and he was very well-spoken, very smart. And he and I dated for a while. It wasn't just like one date. We did go on several dates, but this specific date is one for the books, at least for me. So there's this mall in Miami called The Falls. And it's a very pretty mall. It's outdoor and it's called The Falls because throughout the middle of the mall like as you're walking around there's like a like a waterfall yeah it's like it's like a brook you know like running water with like stones and they decorate it really it's very it's a very zen mall compared to the average miami mall i also love that they tried to bring the outdoors in yeah they're like yeah you want to shop but also want to feel you're in nature Here's a brook. You know, honestly, I wish they were all like that because shopping sucks. And to me, it's overstimulating for my ADHD. So it's like, I'm fucking done with this Zara. And just walk outside and just stare at the brook. So beautiful. And just find your place again in the world. Find your so, zen. Find your so there zen. The, so you were at the falls and you were going to fall at night. in love okay. with this Michael. <laughs> Can you imagine Jenny Whitus? Anyway, I don't take anybody's last name, but it's fine. <laughs> I think your career would be over. Well, people would call him Michael Whiteass. So there, there's that. So, okay, so we're on this date. And God bless him. For a high schooler, he was really trying to make this, like, as romantic as possible, considering it's still a fucking mall. So I remember we went and got ice cream. And then we walked into this bookstore. And I feel like this guy in his head lives in a romance novel. And so we go into this tiny bookstore and he has a sit down on the floor because it's not like a Barnes and Nobles. It's a very small store. You really shouldn't be sitting on the floor. But he's like, he thinks it's romantic. So he's like, let's sit on the floor. He takes out a Star Trek book. Look, I watched Star Trek growing up. My dad's a Trekkie. I'm more team Star Wars. He was too nerdy even for me. He was such a nerd, but for the wrong franchise. Yeah, because <laughs> I think what happened was is that a couple days prior we were on the phone and he overheard me humming the theme song to Star Trek. I don't know what happened. He thought I was a massive Trekkie and because I liked him, I was like, yeah, I'm the biggest fucking Trekkie. So we're sitting in this bookstore. He pulls out this giant Star Trek book. And he starts explaining to me just random shit about Star Trek. Like he just starts I'm so going sorry. Did it, it, did he think a good date was just him mansplaining Star yes, Trek? Yes, that's literally what it was. He was mansplaining to me the Star Trek universe and their characters and whatever. After that is when things got more cringe. So again, the brook, right? The falls. There's an area where you kind of can walk down in a spiral all the way down where you're almost near the water and you can touch it. But it's all fenced out by like these wooden, kind of wooden picket fence. I need to go to this mall. I'm so confused, but please continue. <laughs> we do need to go to this mall. We were just chilling there. You know, it's a nice atmosphere. But then all of a sudden, he asks me to slow dance with him. What? Yes. He asks me to <laughs> People are probably like, Jenny, you're a bitch. Like, this sounds like a real nice date. Like a beautiful teen movie fault in our stars type shit <laughs> i don't like that shit bro fuck so anyway he asked me to slow dance with him but then there's a bunch of like mojone fucking middle school kids with their pantalones by their ankles type of you know thug life but i live in kendall kind of mm -hmm. kids and they're like literally watching this whole thing unfold so he starts because there's like music playing i don't know some fucking frank sinatra shit and and he starts like slow dancing with me 
And again, this would be romantic if we were married for 50 years. I could see that flying with maybe me. Maybe 60. Maybe, maybe 60. Maybe 60. But like, I've just started dating this guy. And also, like, I hate to say it, but he's white. And like, some white guys are just awkward. Okay, moving on. So... <laughs> We're dancing, and then these kids start throwing things at us and making no. fun of us. But he doesn't want to stop. He's like, I'm going to keep dancing with my lady. He, he would oh, talk no. like that. He would, he would speak like an old, older gentleman. Like that, He's like, like a freaking knight. Yeah, like, he, yes, like he, I don't know, maybe he time traveled. I don't know what the fuck this was. So we're but what, in that moment, you understood the little middle schoolers. You were like, yo, dude, honestly, I'd, I'd I shit was at me too. Dying. I was like, I was like, okay, can we please stop? Then at some point, this all feels like a night, like a dream that I'm trying to recount, like a nightmare. Um, there's a point where he spills ice cream on himself. And there was, we were near the bathrooms. And I thought, okay, he's gonna, he like got it on his pants or something, which made it worse. It was like around his crotch area. So he spills fucking mint chocolate chip ice cream on his BB through his fucking khakis. Cause yes, he was wearing khakis and he didn't go to the bathroom. He decides to jump the wooden fence into the brook. No, into the fake brook, by the way. It's fake. It's not even real. You're telling me there's a canal there that's naturally there. I'd be like, okay, there's a fake brook. You know what? He, it was a very Dwight Schrute thing of him to do now that I think about it. Like, just this odd character choice to climb the fence instead. I think he thought he was impressing me. He's like, I don't need to go and use a sink. I'm going to go into the brook, into nature, and I'm going to cleanse myself. And he, he literally does like a crazy squat on like this giant rock. And he starts like scooping water onto his dick and like, <laughs> like cleaning off the ice cream. And I'm just like, okay, um, this is not whatever. I kind of love that visual of a high schooler just like thinking they're, it's almost like every, every Latino legend always starts with like a woman was washing herself in the brook. And it's like, maybe he tried to... <laughs> Acoplarse to your culture. I was like, oh my God, I've read a lot of Latino stories and everyone's always in a brook, kind of like semi-naked. And then a spell is cast upon them. I'm surprised that like he didn't randomly show up on a white horse or I'll go to that degree because this was just checking so many corny romance novel boxes. And so whatever, that happened. By the end of the night, he wanted to kiss me and I didn't because I was so, I had lost my boner so badly that I was like, I don't know if I want to engage here in this. Um, okay. But Jenny, this, this cringe had three acts, but it was, this was a three act cringe. Like there wasn't one. It was three. Like I understand. No, I get it. There's a my fourth boner, act. Four. There's a fourth. There's. <gasps> There's an after credit there's an scene. Epilogue. Okay, so oh, there's an after credit. An- <laughs> if a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, "I'm okay," when the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, "Hang it in there," because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat nine eight eight for free confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, 
Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. So this is what I, he was trying to kiss me, and this is where I really lost it. I'm sorry. I just don't. This is so stereotypical. Like a white guy I'm trying dying. to be Rico Suave because just because I'm Cuban. Here we go. So he had a soccer match the next day, and so I kind of used the excuse of like, I feel like a little tickle in my throat. Like I may be coming down with a sore throat. So like maybe we shouldn't kiss because I don't want to get you sick for your big soccer tournament. And so he... Brilliant. He took me around the mall and he like leaned, he leaned himself against the wall and like pushed me close to him. Blech. And he goes, here we go. Oh God. <sighs> this is so bad. Um, <sighs> he meant this, he meant this with all seriousness. Okay. I know it's going to sound stupid, but here we go. He was like, I want a beso from Jenny. Beso, beso, beso. <laughs> no. <laughs> he said it more than once. And it was, again, in all seriousness. Again, this guy's like an old soul. He came on a DeLorean from the 1920s. I don't know. He was like dead serious. He looked down at me. He's like, I don't care. I want a beso from Jenny. Beso, 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 beso. Am I Beetlejuice? Why do you have to say it three times? Oh, my God. I think it might be. Like, he thinks if I say it three times, she's going to kiss me. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting that you said that he's from the past i love that like every story that like an old like a grandma or a great aunt tells you it's like they think it's romantic but if i put myself in their shoes i'm like this is like really cringe like he showed up at my house for 30 days straight and insisted on singing to me i'm like that sounds awful grandma that sounds terrible. What are you talking about? I have shit to do. What do you mean? Like, you know, <laughs> this guy Bro. would have killed in like 1932. He would have, you know, he would have been a smash hit. But, you know, in today's day, I, I mean, he's probably married now with like 20 kids. I don't know. But the, the, what caused me to finally end my relationship, whatever you want to call it, with him was um, it was on another date. And it's because we hung out with a mutual friend named Chris and this was at Sunset Place, another popular Miami mall. And there was a giant Virgin Megastore. And we went upstairs. And back then, you could hang out upstairs. It's where all the magazines were and the books. And you can just kind of chill. So he had his, he opened his legs up. Again, he, he always wore like these cargo pants, like these khaki cargo pants. And I sat in between his legs, you know, not like facing him. Like my back was facing. You were just yeah. kind of like, you know, as if but we were going on a bobsled. And yeah. Yeah. there was nothing sexual about that to me. That's just how we were sitting and reading books. Well, he told my friend Chris. <gasps> no, actually, it was the other way around. He was sitting between my legs. That's what it was. That's better. This is what, what happened. And he told Chris, I could tell because I was still a virgin then. I was a virgin throughout all of fucking high school. I, I literally didn't want to fuck anybody. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, if, so, this was, if this was the type of dates you were going on, I don't blame you. He, he was like, he told my friend Chris, he's like, I could, he goes, oh, I'm going to get Jenny in bed. I'm going to fuck Jenny very soon. Because when I was sitting in between her legs, I felt the warmth from her vagina. And I could tell she was horny. Okay, wait, Jenny, I'm, like, I'm so confused. I, that's called being a vagina. What is this character? Like, this character did a 180. You know what I'm saying? He really, he really thought that I was going to fuck him because my BB was hot. That's how bodies work. It was not that, I guarantee you. I just don't understand him, though. He went from cringe boy to fuck boy in one conversation. And how did he feel that through his million of cargo pockets? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. How, I mean, that's a lot of fabric. <laughs> that's a fuck ton of fabric. 
Cargo cargo shorts have way too much fabric. They're so thick. Yes, I broke it off with him after that. I was like, oh, he thinks he can fuck me? Okay. And I called him. I'm like, yo, Mike. It was awkward. I broke up with him in my best friend's house through the phone. I was like, I heard you said this. No, I'm not going to fuck you. And then, I, you know, that was it. Oh, my God. God bless Jenny. You know how many people would be, like, insecure and be like, oh, my God. Like, what does that mean? No, you were like, yo. Yo, Mike. Suck my dick. <laughs> Bye. Actually, actually, do No, the opposite. Don't. Get away from it. <laughs> I was very... I was a soft ass with most of the boyfriends I dated. And, like, they usually broke up with me. But I think in this... I was just very stern about sex back then. I was like, bitch. Because I hated overhearing conversations of, like, guys in my school talking about women like they were objects. Like, the, the whole rip and dip scenario. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just basically smooth talking her so I can fuck her and move on. And when I, I knew how men operated, I wasn't stupid. I was like, I'm not going to do this shit. I'm not going to fuck you and your nasty ass so you can then walk away from me. So that's why I refused to fuck anyone in high school. You know, I I had like a, my heart was a little bit with Mike. I was like, oh my god, Mike, Mike clearly has like a thing for Jenny, and he's trying too hard. But no, I think he was just doing what he thought yeah, he needed to do. I think so, so too. The, his redeeming qualities are just—they're dead to me now. Yeah, and Mike is dead to me too. Yeah. I hope he still wears cargo shorts. You know, right? I really think it fits his personality. But see, I'm so—we're so used to being around people that wear cargo shorts. I because we're in film, it's a very handy pant. But it's just it weird to wear in high school, I guess. It's a weird fashion choice in high school. How many things could you possibly need to carry? You're in high school. I don't know. Like, you don't even need a wallet. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think anyway. he had a dad wallet anyway. Well, I love that your worst date is like someone trying too hard because my worst date was someone trying 0%. <laughs> Great. I love this contrast. God. Yeah. Uh, How old are so you? I, I think I was, I think it was around 20. Um, I was <laughs> oh. on a, I was Mahera on a dating Nesita. site. Mm -hmm. See, I was Mahera Nesita, I was 20. I was on a dating site and I, <laughs> I was on J-Date, which is dating for Jews. <laughs> no, uh, I, Joanna. <laughs> yes, yes. And I, oh I gosh. didn't like, I didn't really want to join it, but I had a, I had a couple like Jewish girlfriends that were like, oh my God, I met like such a good guy. Like here there's, it's a month free. You should try it. So I was like, yeah, all right, I, I'm going to give it a shot. So I opened it and I I matched with this guy and he was really funny in the conversation. So I was like, oh, I mean, at the very least, we'll hit it off and like we'll laugh, you know. So we met up at this Mexican restaurant. He was like, I have an amazing date plan. Just like meet me at this Mexican restaurant. So we meet at this mm. Mexican restaurant and he looks absolutely nothing like his photos and which is fine, uh, I guess, except I, I didn't recognize him. And he got offended. Oh, oh no. <laughs> he was like, Joanna. And I was like, oh, sorry, do I know you? And he's like, yeah, it, it's me alone. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't recognize you. Offended immediately. And I was like, sorry, sorry. I just, you know, and I made it up. I was like, oh, yeah, I just, I don't have my glasses on. And he was like, you wear glasses? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> And he was like, and he wanted to like, como que prove me. He's like, oh yeah, what, what's your, what's your like glass number? Like your glasses number. Like, you know, oh, how, what? what is your stigmatism? Like trying to prove me. And I'm like, one, <laughs> I don't know the numbers. So I was like, anyway, let's just move on. By the way, he was also very short. He was like five foot five. Oh my gosh. I, I was like, this is just like not what I was expecting, but like, let's, let's just move along. Well, compared to your height. Yeah. I mean, I know it shouldn't matter, but yes, I, I but get I, it. You know, it was just like a little bit unexpected. So yeah. I order some food, whatever we eat, and then the bill comes and I obviously 
take out my credit card because like, you know, I, I want to pay for half. And so he takes a credit card and he's like, OK, so you owe like seven dollars more because you had two Diet Cokes. So I'm just going to write it down. And I was like, uh, uh, you invited me here like we should just split it. Like you're really doing this for seven dollars. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like you're not even expecting him to pay for it. No, you're just wanting just, to split just, it like, down the middle. Split it. seven dollars you know what i mean so then he was like all right i have a great next step and by the way in the conversation his mom called twice and i thought that was very weird i just what things kept on adding up that i thought i was on punk or something like that i was like there like and i'm not not saying this like in retrospect in the moment i was like maybe this is a joke like maybe this is a joke maybe maybe i'm gonna be on tv for the first time because like i I, the boiling points on mtv because he didn't ask me anything about me and he just talked about himself anyway so then he was like yeah we're gonna go to this cool bar i know so it's not a bar it's a nightclub and it's a tuesday okay and we go to this nightclub it's fucking empty it's a dj es como que oscuro and and just like music pounding we can't talk we're i'm not gonna dance you know what i mean and i i'm trying to yell and he's shorter so i'm like yelling down at him like like as if i was like berating a child and Suddenly, the women in this club take off their tops. No, wait. I, I don't know why. It, I, I don't. I, I. It was so confusing to me. Like teta pa fuera. there was only like four. It was only like four women, and they all they were like whoa, and they just teta afuera, like took like lifted their tops. Was it Mardi Gras? What? I, I don't know. I, I, I was like, and he, and then he looked at me, and he was like, "Are you gonna join?" And I was like. I also had a turtleneck on. It was winter. And I was like, yeah, no. And he was like, wait, why not? I, got, I thought you were fun. And I'm like, I mean. I thought you were fun. I'm fun in the sense of like, oh, let's talk about the office and reenact the the scenes. Not like I'm going to show you my boobs in the middle of a fucking empty club while Pitbull is playing, bro. And I was like, I was like, it's Tuesday. Like, I thought we were going to have, like, a nice glass of wine somewhere. You know, my fake ID was working at the time. And I was like, you know, are, are you sure you want to, like, stay? And I was like, you know, maybe we should, maybe we should, maybe we should head out. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. So we start heading out and this guy starts telling me like, yo, I, you're like, you're like way prettier than I thought you were going to be. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. He, he was like, I thought you, maybe you were a catfish, but like, I think you're really nice and whatever. And then he goes, uh, and I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, do you want to go to my house? And I was like, no, I mean, that's okay. I thought he was about to throw up. You look like, no, no, no. He did. <laughs> He had drank so much at the club. I think he was so nervous. He completely vomited. Like he was, he, I could tell in the club, he was a little, 
pero es que seguía pidiendo tragos. I had like maybe one or maybe two drinks. He, he was pounding them and it was like Long Island iced teas. This guy was getting drunk by himself in an empty club. Like it was just so weird. And I wanted to get out of there. The guy, the guy was vomiting and the bouncer was like, hey, you got to get this guy away from here. And I was like, no, I get it. I want to get away from here. So I like pulled him and there was a dog park in front. And I was like, just, just like, just, and this is before Uber. Okay. And I was like, dude, you got to get home. And he's like, I want you to come home with me. I'm like, no, you got to get home. Ew, dude. And he was like, uh, and I was like, where do you live? And he starts, he just, he, eh, no puede, no puede hablar. Oh my God. Like he's literally, he's like, like that. I was like, what the fuck? Like, and so I had to take his cell phone, call whatever number popped up. And I was like, hi. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I, I just, you know. I'm here with alone. He's like here and you know, he's wasted. And it was just the first, I just clicked on the first number. I was panicking. And obviously the last person that called him was his mom. I mayo. So the mom was like, what did you do to my son? And I was like, <laughs> I didn't do anything to your son. And she's like, what did you do to my son? What the fuck did you do? My son is a good boy. And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. Your, your fucking son had four Long Island iced teas. Okay. And he's five, four. That's a lot. Okay. For a little man. And, um, <laughs> She told me to call the police, which obviously I did not. So I just called him a taxi. I had to wait 20 minutes because that's what, what, it, what it was like back then. I called a taxi. I put him in the cab and I just like, I just closed the door and wished him the best. I was like, I don't think I ever want to do okay, this. Okay, dude, this sounds way worse than mine. Uh, I mean. You win, bro. Yeah, the guy was weird. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. And I think after that experience, I was like, Having a partner is so not worth this torture. I'd rather just <laughs> live my life. And I like deactivated all my dating profiles. I only got back on a dating profile like uh, later on when I moved to New York. And I helped my husband set his OkCupid profile up. And he helped me with mine. And then Hilarious. we did two dates. And then we went out and made out. And we were like, all right, this was the OkCupid thing was so terrible. Let's just try to make it work between us two. When did you, when did so you meet your husband? Well, he was my best friend in college. So he he heard about this horrible date. I was living, we were in the, living in the same apartment. Oh my God. And he was like, oh my God, this is so bad, Joanna. Like, so Dude, I'm bad. sorry. I'm so glad that I met my husband at, when I was, I also met my husband when I was 20. I am so glad. Everyone's like, oh, you're missing out. Like, you should have dated more and you should have fucked more. I'm like, I don't care. That's a waste of my time. I have to say <laughs> that's a waste of my fucking time. I, I don't, I, I think I had a couple really good dates in my twenties, like dates that I'm like, you know what? Even if it didn't work out, this date was worth it. That's a couple of dates out of dozens that were awful. Like I just, yeah, it was just like a minefield. I think that if I had to date now in my thirties, it would be different. I think that like in your thirties, you know what you want more. I think, you know, that date, I felt like I did something wrong. I was like, oh my God, I pissed him of off. Of course, of course. You're always <laughs> you know? gonna, yeah. Then the moment the $7 thing happened, I would have been like, yo, I gotta go. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I was like, but I was like, I gotta give this guy a shot. Yeah, that would have been enough to be like, all right, dude, like this is, this is a bit much. Like my friends that are now dating in their 30s, it's just so much clearer. Like they're just so, they just know how to do it. And I think it's just, it's just overwhelming. I, I wonder how he remembers it. You know what I mean? I wonder how he, I don't know how he remembers it, but I, I he never contacted me again. Thank God. 
But I think the funniest part for me was like, I tried to be the nicest person I could. I was not enjoying myself. And then the audacity of his mom claiming I like drugged him or Bro, something. his mom. He wasn't a child. <laughs> he was older than me. He was like I... in med school. Wait, hold on. He was older? He was way older. He was like six or seven years older. Hold. Yeah. So he was like 26, 27 years old? Algo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Algo, I, Joanna. Like I, he, Joanna. Yeah. It was, and honestly, that that was an amalgam of bad things. I, but you I should had, have brought that up from the beginning. <laughs> I forgot. I honestly saw he looked like such a young kid. I was like, oh, did he lie about being a med student? And then he showed me his ID, and I was like, oh, I guess, I guess this is real. But then again, I had a fake ID that like worked. I don't know if he got a fake m- medical student ID. Probably not. But yeah, it was bad, man. And I, I wish we could spend hours talking about other dates but like that's like probably the worst one because i I like yours there was three acts to it because we just like we just persisted in just making sure we didn't piss them off like it was just like all right i'll just continue yeah it's awkward because you don't want to hurt i hate that about myself and i so many of us are that way though you know we don't want to hurt feelings and we kind of stick it out I remember that like that week later that week I lived in a building with two other apartments that were filled with our friends and one of my girlfriends just brought home a dude to like have a drink like not like with all of us and the guy just assumed something else and my husband and my friend Daniel had to like kick him out they were like yo you gotta you gotta get out of here bro like it's three in the morning we're all going to bed and like you you're not welcome here and the guy started like a normal person would be like, all right, man, peace. He just took all the recycling bottles and started breaking them around our our building like firecrackers. And you know what the sad part is? The date I described to you was terrible. But I was like, hey, at least at least alone isn't like this guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like for a moment, I was like, I mean, it was it was bad, but it wasn't this bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, I hope y'all were entertained. I hope y'all were entertained. We should do this again. We should do our second worst dates. We really should because I have more. And oh, I have so much more, Jenny. There, you know, and, and people are probably like, but how many dates, bro? You like met David when you were 20. I'm like, yeah, yes. I probably have gone on way less dates than most people who are still single in their 30s. Yes. But I still dated a lot in high school. Most of them were just public school boys. <laughs> That I met at like quinceañeras. I started dating my husband at like 25. And I think from 22 to 25, I was desperately trying to find one person who didn't fuck it up. <laughs> like done the first, just like terrible one, one after another. But we'll talk about this again soon. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Jenny, if you were still dating, what would, what would be the dating site you would want to use? Like if we made one up? Yeah. My ideal dating site, if I was single today, would be for geeky hipsters who are bisexual. <laughs> hey, you're you're probably gonna get a you know pretty pretty fun dates out of that, I'd say. Or just look through all of Los Angeles. That's what Los Angeles is made out of. Yeah, I love that. I I hope that that someone listens to you and makes this website come true. <laughs> the geeky bisexual hipster dating app. I think my dating app would be like, I always had this 
problem where everyone I was nice to because I'm really friendly because I love friends. I love having friends thought I was flirting with them. Oh, my God. Sorry. I just remembered the second worst date just from what I just said. Oh, my God. Okay. We have to do another episode. It was so bad. Okay. I think I'd want like, if this don't work out, we'd be friends dot com. And it's just people wanting to be friends with other people, maybe other extroverts or maybe introverts just wanting to be friends and then like hoping that maybe they hit it off. But like, I don't want the pressure of romance being like necessarily what we stumble upon. And I love talking to people and I love making friends. So that's what I would want. I want a little friendly website where uh, romance isn't necessarily an expectation. And then we can become BFFs. That sounds pretty perfect. (laughs) Sounds perfect for me. Jenny is like, absolutely not. (laughs) I could never be friends with anybody that I date. Uh, actually everyone I've had a serious relationship with started off as like a good friend hilarious I think that's just that's just my mo you know I'm like "Mm, yeah you know you're gonna want to hang out with me but not touch me for like three years and then you're gonna like me (laughs) (laughs) you might just be demisexual what's that demi lovato sexual it's like in the asexuality spectrum but it's basically you're not super sexually attracted to someone until you really get to know them. Like you have to form a deep bond with someone first before you really feel feelings for them. So I've always felt that I'm, I could also possibly be demisexual because everybody that I ever was in a serious relationship with, like the ones that I really had feelings for, I, it wasn't instant at all. It took knowing them, forming a bond, and that's when I realized, oh shit, I'm attracted to them. So that's actually a thing. You know, I wish that was the case for me, but my first boyfriend who absolutely broke my heart, the only thing I knew about him was that he was hot and he liked the color red. Great. You know, <laughs> yo, if that if, that, if that's what does it for you, girl. Andres, if you're listening now, I'd love to know more about you. We really didn't do much talking. I really did enjoy our time together, though. <laughs> If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.